0: Because of this time it actually, it's actually seeming to like, I'm getting, I'm getting better than I was, right. which had not happened in <coughs> the past. Um, so that at least is something, yeah. but also just, I'm done. I'm almost done. <laughs> so anyway, shall we? Yeah. All right. Hello and welcome to the Watcher's Guide to the Marvel Universe, the show that thinks that all science fiction movies should have all the politics. All of them. Just every, it doesn't matter if it contradicts, just cram it all in there. Pro-capitalist? Cool. Cool. Socialist? Cool. (sighs) Anarchist? Cool. Libertarian? Fuck it. Let's go.
1: (laughs) Pro-uh pro-consumer anti-consumer all of it
0: fuck it man let's let's do it all
1: god god Uh, okay i'm max
0: and i am jr uh yeah i bet you cut i bet you think robocop is political anyway uh, oh my god
1: oh my god i have actually seen that
0: and been like ian miles chong oh fuck Uh, that guy Um, yeah that and i i think part of part of the uh you know i had
1: never heard of that guy until i was given a reason to just be like fuck that guy yeah well that's that's the whole thing thing. is that yeah yeah all right he's he's a piece of shit and that's his thing all right yeah that's the reason he's in he's uh talked about is just he has shitty takes
0: yeah he has shitty opinions and then people are like either people are either like yeah finally somebody says it or look at this fucking guy and then like you know the cycle continues yeah same as it ever was yeah anyway how's it going uh
1: it's fine my my parents are disappointed at me but that's fine why i didn't they were like we're gonna come down to see you this weekend and i was like no (laughs) okay (laughs) because jocelyn has to work the entire weekend and Uh working working on working retail on holidays of any stripe is uh stupid and um yeah so i was just like "Mm, how about not and they were like okay so
0: well and you know it's Even even without the holiday, you know. I I, look. They parental relationships carry with them certain things, good and bad. Sure. I mean, you know, and sometimes you're just not in a position to be able to do it that week. Yeah. Nothing personal. Just I, you know, it's the whole like I don't have the spoons thing, and sometimes it. It can come down to just, like, I, I can't this weekend. <laughs> like, I yeah. can't. What do you have going on? Nothing. I just can't. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I
1: saw Jeff Jacks uh, from Questionable Content tweeted this morning, Today's the day where you feel like trash and play video games. And I was like, I'm jealous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Alright. How are you? Uh, This week... This week has been. I don't know. It's been weird. Because. I. mm, I. Am not buying anything more from Hasbro. (laughs) Yeah. And that. That sounds. That sounds like it shouldn't be a big deal. But. That means no more Transformers. No more Marvel Legends. None of it. Yeah. Um, Because. I just... They they announced like two or three days after Earth Day that they were going to start pursuing NFTs. And I'm just like, nope. I, you know... It's hard enough to justify the oil that goes into making plastics. Yeah. And all of the packaging that comes with collecting toys. Uh, I'm not... No. Fuck you. Yeah. No. And so... I'd hoped that they'd abandon it but they haven't yet so the the pre-orders that I'd put in back after my birthday are the last things those uh, those came and now I'm done which sucks because a uh it has been such a major thing. You know, it's something I've it's something I've done all my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and B, there's some really cool shit coming out. <laughs> like, uh, you know, they they did. They're doing a Titan class arc transformer. The ship that brings the transformers to Earth. That's cool. They're doing a massive transformer of that. They just announced a uh, con exclusive for Hasbro PulseCon that's gonna have the captain from Next Wave Agents of Hate as a Marvel Legends figure. Oh. Stuff like that. But, you know. Oh well. Yeah. Like it it just it sucks because there's a part of me that's just like, oh that's really cool. You know? They're doing new... They're, there's more Beast Wars characters coming that haven't gotten a toy in fucking forever that wasn't $200.
1: Right.
0: And, you know, it's it's hard because there, there's that part of me that's just like, fuck the environment, man. Look, Tigatron. <laughs> fucking Tigatron, bro. But, you know, but the fact of the matter is principles only are really matter when they're hard. Yeah. You know? Like... It's really easy to be like, yeah, I believe in something when everybody else is like, fuck yeah, but when when you're like, I believe in something and it really hurts to believe in it and I know this is a dumb thing to like take a stand over, I guess, but it's still fucking hard, man.
1: Yeah. It's Anyway. Well, I mean, it is something you really enjoy. It is something you really enjoy, but the company that does it is apparently deciding to be an asshole. And right. when there there comes a point where maybe, you know, all the other things were hard to justify, but okay, fine. That was different. I, I feel like that was different because it wasn't like, we've announced we're going to be an asshole. It was, we're an asshole kind of like everybody else. It's like all right all right all right. We're going we're going to be a dick on purpose. Oh fuck you
0: man. We're stepping up the dickery. Yeah. Like it's hard I recognize that like I said. This is this is one of those things that you everybody has a line. Right. Okay. Yep. And I mean the fact of the matter is there is no ethical consumption under capitalism that's all there is to it you cannot you cannot exist in this in this world at this point without doing something that fucks somebody somewhere you know uh you can because because the system is set up in such a way that it leaves you no choice right. you know yeah um that's just not possible anymore and you know when it when it reaches a point where you have to say okay seriously like i cannot i cannot turn a blind eye to this anymore you know has hasbro you know making plastic toys is what it is. It's it's the, a fact of life. Hasbro actively destroying the environment in order to create Rece- things
1: that do not exist. Receipts for things that do not exist.
0: Yeah. Like.
1: You own a thing that doesn't exist.
0: Cool. cool. Good job, cool. you dipshit.
1: Like. It's. It's the kind of thing that if you were to, like, okay, did we just get your head wrapped around cryptocurrency? Kinda. Okay. Worse. Yeah. What? No, not worse. More confusing. Huh? Because now you're not even in control of the thing you thought you bought. Because it's fake.
0: What? Yeah. Well, you know, and it's, it's such a fucking scam. Oh, yeah. It's such a scam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway, right. we're, we're talking about uh, that's that's way outside the scope of... News. News! Uh, <laughs> so, let's see. First of all, Scarlet Witch is dead. Spoilers.
1: You just dropped that like it was... <laughs> Before we started recording, you were like, oh yeah, news, real quick. Scarlet Witch is dead and Spider-Man might be dying. Let's go. I was like, that's a bummer. Um, how, how did she, how, why did she die?
0: Uh, well, you know, we were talking about the trial of Magneto and how there's a murder at the, uh, at the Hellfire Gala. Yes. Well, it turns out it was Scarlet Witch. That's no, that's not cool. Uh, well, you know, I get it. I mean, there's a lot of mutants who are still really mad at her. Um...
1: Because of the uh, secret empire.
0: Well, because of the no more mutants thing, um, and then it turns out she wasn't even a mutant. So not only, not only did she, basically, what, the way they view it is, she's a human who killed a ton of mutants, and depowered the uh, most of the rest. Right. Um, Yes, they've found a way around that now, but there's still a lot of anger toward her over the whole thing from the mutant community. So her dying at the Hellfire Gala is kind of... Uh, yeah, I mean, if I were the Scarlet Witch, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah, it's that's that's not a great place for you that's me i'm built different i guess (laughs) um i i don't know like that's just whatever yeah like you if you are if you are guilty of a genocide you don't then come to hang out with the people the genocide e. Yeah, Yeah. like, like, George W. Bush is not going to be welcome at an Iraqi wedding. Like, (laughs) don't go, bro. (laughs) Like, I don't care what you do. I, you know.
1: I think even he would realize that that would be
0: awkward. (laughs) You know, I don't know. I mean, like, as much work as has been done to sort of, like, uh, sanitize him now. Yeah. He might be dumb enough to just be like, "But everybody loves me now." <laughs> uh, okay, whatever. So, so, so that makes Lynch sense. Is we, dead,
1: and we think it's Magneto that killed her. It seems as though it was Magneto that killed her.
0: Is Whether she it will s- turn out to be, I don't know.
1: Currently, is she ostensibly still his daughter? No. No. Has that ever been the case? what her
0: being his daughter yes that was okay when did that change that changed it was after it was in the 2010s that they changed that all right um because it turned out that quicksilver and scarlet witch were actually mutates altered by the high evolutionary
1: (sighs) which actually kind of gonna get into this week aren't we
0: well i mean <sighs> haven't they gone back and forth on this shit like they've for gone time? all over the place okay. like yeah it's it's such a because we're we're going into the point at which it's just like well they're actually so before they were just people then it turned out that they were actually the children of the wizard now we've introduced Django Maximoff and now we're going down that road that leads to them being Magneto's kids. That was the case for a really fucking long time until Marvel decided that because of the way the rights worked out it was better to go ahead and make them not mutants anymore. Um, because fuck it. So, and that's why okay. that's why Magneto having killed Scarlet Witch is ostensibly a big deal because Krakoa has three whole goddamn laws and one of them is don't kill humans. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um regarding Spider-Man, okay. there there is a big change up coming wherein uh a group of we're doing the group running of spider-man again that we did post like brand new day uh and the group running it is going to include kelly thompson saladin ahmed zeb wells clayton henry is that right a bunch of people um and what's happening is they're bringing back ben Riley. Um, who has the backing of the corporation, uh, who is going to try and retake the mantle of Spider-Man in order to be the best Spider-Man there ever was, um, and this will, quote, have potentially fatal consequences for Peter Parker. The implication being, he's going to die. Um... Whether or not he will, we'll see. Uh, If you've not been following Ben Riley for a while, he kind of went crazy. Um, He was, so he was killed off at the end of the Clone Saga by the Green Goblin. Right. Uh, A few years back, it turned out that he had been resurrected by the Jackal. The Jackal kept him in a clone tube where he proceeded to kill him, bring him back, kill him, bring him back, on and on and on a bunch of times, which resulted in Ben Riley, understandably, losing his goddamn mind. At which point he became the new Jackal, and yeah. it resulted in a thing where he was resurrecting uh, loved ones of anybody and everybody, Um. Jameson's <laughs> wife, fucking like everybody, Rhino's dead wife. Uh he was promising, fuck, uh, he was promising to bring back like Uncle Ben and shit, and it was a whole thing.
1: Sandman's daughter,
0: maybe I don't right. know. Yeah. I forget who all he brought. He brought back a lot of people. Um. And in the end, he was defeated, but he went off and was running around being a crazy scarlet spider for a while. Um, But now he's back. And so, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. But they may... There's a lot where, like, you know, there's an image, a promotional image for the whole thing. Wherein in mary jane is kissing spider-man's forehead and he looks like shit uh there's <sighs> stuff about him like laying in a hospital bed and i don't know we'll see um you know the fact of, the fact of the matter is i'm kind of too old for this shit now i mean that's not to say the character deaths in comics can't be handled well. Sure. And there's, that's not to say there aren't deaths that carry an impact, but I'm way too old at this point to buy into the idea of anybody staying dead for long. Um, so, you know, let's do it. Whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, Spider-Man, spider-man has been really fucking confusing since like 1999 for me and i haven't kept up on it recently for sure and all of the i like i knew about the jackal stuff but i didn't read it um and uh i i am yeah i'm tired i'm so tired (laughs) spider-man gif uh (laughs) And so, like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's the kind of thing where we do these deaths. And I'm thinking about the sentence you said that's, like, sometimes they can be really impactful, whether or not I... And this just doesn't feel like it. Like, killing Spider-Man never feels like it's going to have the weight that it should. No. Killing, Cap, killing Cap did even though it came at the end of a stupid, stupid storyline or a storyline that became stupid. Um, yeah. um, but it still felt like, you know, an indictment of the system that, you know, like everything was built around, like it ending so poorly that felt cathartic's not the right word, but it felt impactful. It is best, I guess. And this just feels like, okay, guys, I don't know that you can do that here. Like, I just yeah. don't, I don't think you can accomplish. I guess I it depends on what, they, what they're trying to accomplish, too. Like, I mean, right. that'll play out as the story unfolds. But if it's just, we want to replace Peter Parker with Ben Reilly for a while, because it might be fun. Uh, okay, go for it. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That's a that's a decent enough reason to do something too, is we want to do this for a while because it might be fun. Alright, go for it. Make it fun then.
0: Right. Well, and you know, the the thing about it is, like, I remember as a kid when Superman died, the that got me. Mm-hmm. Not because not because of anything specific. Not because I was like Oh my God. I mean, I was because at the time I was still young enough to buy into it. But, Mm -hmm. but the thing that got to me, uh, was the quiet moments in the lead up to Superman's death, Mm -hmm. wherein he's laying there mortally wounded and he's like, is it? And she's like, you did it. You stopped him. We're safe. You know? Mm hmm. Those are the those are the things that I find impactful about deaths in comics. The death itself is whatever. It's like it's like an end game. Iron Man's death gets me, not because Iron Man's dead. That's whatever. Like you know, mm-hmm. but the moment where Pepper is like, "We're okay. You can rest now." Right. That's the stuff that gets me, Mm -hmm. um, and that's still capable of getting to me when they handle it right. Right. Um, There are a lot of occasions where they don't. There are a lot of occasions where, you know, a character dies and it's stupid and pointless. Um, So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, It may not even be that they're going (laughs) to kill him off. We'll see how things play out. Uh, and if they do, it'll depend on, you know, how it's done, why it's happening, and so on and so forth. So, mm-hmm. we'll see. Anyway, comics. We should we should comics. Yeah, probably at some point.
1: At some point.
0: I mean, I can sit and talk about character deaths all fucking day. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nova. Number twenty has a cover by Carmine Infantino, Tom Palmer, and Danny Crespi, and is written by Marv Wolfman, penciled by Carmine Infantino, inked by Dave Hunt, colored by George Russo, lettered by Gaspar Saladino and Joe Rosen, and edited by Marv Wolfman. Richard, this, is this what, this cover
1: is promises. It basically promises that you will see the dumbest shit you will ever see by the end of this book, <laughs> because it's all very, very serious. And it's, it's Bobby or Billy or Bobby or whatever the fuck we're calling him.
0: Robbie. It uh, depends on the page. Um, and well, I mean, it's his name is Robert Ryder. So they all apply. They it's not like when they called Bruce Banner, Bob, and it's just like, fuck, now we <laughs> have to make up a name for him. Uh, uh,
1: Bobby or Robbie. Uh, robbie bobby is standing in a doorway and he's like nova you killed my father and his father you know the father's on the floor cringing and nova's standing over him like oh shit what do i do but then behind him is this cp3 out looking motherfucker dressed like uh, sherlock holmes and yeah. he's just like no yeah but what is that wait because it looks stupid And I need to know. And they're like, Hey, okay, sure. Anyway, what run my, my
0: ultimate issue with Sherlock here is if you're going to put a pipe in his mouth. Okay. Like that's fine. Uh, it, it completes the look. (sighs) It's not strictly necessary, but okay. Like, you know, fine. Uh, the pipe is smoking, though, like, yeah. which means that he created an apparatus <sighs> by which smoke will be coming out of the pipe, whether it's because Sherlock is at it. There's like a bellows inside that's bringing air in and out. Sure. Or whether it's just a pipe, a, a pipe whereby exhaust comes out like Robbie put a lot of effort into making sure that this robot can smoke his pipe. And it's just like. I've seen people do a lot of shit to deal with, to avoid dealing with the trauma going on in their lives, Robbie. And uh, that is impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. Like, I'm just not going to deal with what's going on. I'll make a, a smoking robot. Why not? It's like,
1: well, man, we ought to focus you somewhere else. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I don't know, cancer research or something. Like, it seems like you've got some aptitude. Uh, how would you like to clean an ocean?
0: Apparently <laughs> the, only, the only cancer research Robbie is interested in is making sure robots can get cancer. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so Richard goes off after the Inner Circle as Robbie obviously builds a robot to figure out who Nova is. Nova gets information from a criminal named Shuffles as to the location of the Inner Circle's hideout, busts in, smashes some people up, unmasks one of the members of the Inner Circle who turns out to be his dad, right as Robbie and the robot come in. Uh, one thing I will say so this criminal
1: yeah that robbie
0: uh that richard makes a deal with i get that the name comes from the fact that he like does he's a card shark and he's constantly fucking around with a deck of cards shuffles however is an adorable name it really is. is fucking adorable it's
1: one. Like, of the, it's okay so the two scenes with shuffles two or three scenes with shuffles are actually some of the most menacing in the run this week because yeah. you've got this adorable name he's really slick and but every time he's like yeah i can help you yeah no it's fine but you'll owe me but yeah. and it's the way that he like delivers the but you'll owe me that i'm like Oh, man, no, don't take that. You don't yeah. want to do that. Um, uh, do, do do something else. Don't do that. And he goes back later. To, yeah. And I'm just like, you even talked to yourself on the way out the first time that maybe this was a bad idea, and now you're giving him more leverage? No, 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 no. Don't do yeah. this. Um, that, It was some of the more well-executed, like i'm not gonna blackmail you but you're gonna owe me a favor and i just it worked really well those scenes were those scenes were actually like scary like you shouldn't do this dude um I, i don't
0: know i don't know i just i like the idea of like there's all these criminals sitting around and it's just like you know this is this is crazy jack and this is it. this is, Murdery Bob, and this is Shuffles. Uh, so I don't know. It sounds like a rogue Care Bear. I don't. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I would watch that. Fuck yeah! Um, Criminal Care Bears, man. If I told you the plans I had for Care Bears at one point. Uh, Nova, number 21, has a cover by Carmine Infantino, Terry Austin, and Danny Crespi, penciled by John Buscema, inked by Bob McLeod and Joe Rubenstein, colored by Bob Sharon, and lettered by John Costanza uh nova's like no no i didn't do it and he rushes his father and brother to the hospital um and he winds up discovering that the corruptor is leading the inner circle um he tries to take down the corruptor corruptor escapes um but he's able to wrap up a lot of corruptors guys i will say there is a funny bit that I really like in this episode or in this issue where uh, the Corrupter, while he's in the Corruptor's lair, the Corruptor is like, you see this, you see this uh, map, all of the parts in Scarlet are the areas I already control. And soon it will be the entire uh, city. But the problem is that the, the image that's shown has no Scarlet on it. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, dude, 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 I don't think you control anything, (laughs) dude. Uh, Mike Burley, meanwhile, who is still on the run for no reason, uh, finds an unhoused man and takes him to the hospital where he starts to glow as Richard reveals his identity to his family. Um, Which I.
1: I was not shocked that they did this. Um, I was shocked that that we, or I was, I was surprised that we actually got to it because mm-hmm. he kept talking about it throughout last issue and this issue about like I think I, I think there's a decision that I need to make and I think there's something that I need to do and it clearly involved his family. He never came out and said it like to the audience about I need to tell my family who I am. Um, I was convinced though that just like Spider-Man and telling Mary Jane something was going to happen that was going to keep him from doing that um, so the fact that we actually did it I'm like hell yeah this is yeah. a good idea this is this is a good idea from a story conflicts point of view too like they know now let's play with that and see what it means um, right. and it means we get a lot of what it means in the next issue
0: Which leads to some weird stuff, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, so Nova number 22, uh, has a cover by Dave Cockrum, Joe Rubenstein, Irving Watanabe, and John Costanza, and is penciled by Carmine Infantino, inked by Steve Leoloa, colored by Carl Gafford, and lettered by Gaspar Saladino. Um... The the guy that Mike found in an alleyway turns out to be 50's superhero uh the Comet, aka Harris Moore. Uh The Comet winds up helping Nova against Diamond Head. Diamond Head. Um Mike finds out that he's been cleared by the police, and so his his brief stint on the run is brought to an end in the most anticlimactic way possible and diamond head winds up being approached by dr sun the thing the thing that i like about this episode is richard goes and takes his family out to a secluded area and he's like showing them all the stuff he can do he's taking them flying it's all very fun um when it comes time to to take his mom flying there is a panel that if you were to see it and not know that it's his mom sounds incredibly sexual knowing that it's his mom and taken out of context, it's incredibly gross (laughs) because he's carrying her, you know, arm under arm under the torso and legs. Yeah. And he goes, I can go as fast as you care or take it slow. How do you want it? And she says, slow and easy, dear, very slow and easy. And it's just like, okay. Uh, Woo uh I
1: gonna just Just drop that there. Yeah. Um I also Ooh. like how how does Mike how does Mike find out that he's no longer
0: on the run? Uh when Does he when, turn himself in? Well so Comet Comet shows up to help Nova and Mike is in tow. Right. Uh, and after Diamond Head has been sent packing, then Nova's like, Mike Burley, hey, your brother cleared everything up with the police. You don't have to be on the run anymore. All right. So, uh, Mike, I believe, does go to the police to just be like, here I am. I, you know, I thought I was in trouble, but... Here I am. I'm I'm safe. Everything's fine. Uh, But yeah, it's basically just like, no, dude, it's your brother told the police what happened. Right. So, yeah. Um, Dr. Sun is a weird thing because he showed up for the first time in Tomb of Dracula uh, which we'd not read. I think we read, like, a single issue of Tomb of Dracula at one point.
1: Yeah, we read that, and then he got mentioned in the... It was either a two-in-one or a team-up, or no, it was... Uh, I think it might have been Miss Marvel. Okay. Uh, Where somebody fought Dracula in Boston, and... Yeah. Uh, um, God, who was that? doesn't matter and he got it we got a mention of after his climactic battle with dr. Sun and I was like that's a silly name uh, but <laughs> he
0: well I mean if you're going if you're going to uh, if you're going to have an enemy for like the greatest vampire of all time they're going to be named uh, they're going to be named the staker or you know, Doctor Sun, or whatever. Um, You're going to be
1: disappointed in me again. I just put that together. <laughs> that it's a su- that it's it's the Sun fighting Dracula. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you know, I am, I am disappointed in me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it for was, another it was... reason. I am was, given another reason.
0: I get it. Uh it was it was one of those things that it took me a minute um when I was reading it I'm like fucking what um but then it but then I was just like Dr. Sun, god damn it. You fucking uh like, it's one of those things that's so obvious, and then like, you you're like, why would you do? Oh, yeah. No. So, yeah. No. I. It took me a minute, but it's it is what it is. Um, also, Diamondhead in this story is so
1: ancillary. Like, he just runs around making mayhem and yeah. thinking thinking that he's getting one up on everybody and then he's immediately thrown into space <laughs> like yeah i i i i am glad by the okay
0: let's move on sorry <laughs> i'll get to
1: there i'll get to there.
0: uh so yeah so diamond head is approached by dr sun and he's like hey bring me nova um So, Nova number 23 has a cover by Carmine Infantino, Bob McCloud, and Rick Parker, and is penciled by Carmine Infantino and Gene Colon, inked by Many Hands, colored by Janice Cohen, lettered by Jim Novak, and edited by Marv Wolfman and Jim Shooter. Diamond Head battles Nova and Comet, but honestly, who gives a shit? Uh, Nova gets teleported to Dr. Sun. Dr. Sen then teleports the both of them to the to Roman Day's ship. Um, we find out that Dr. Sun wants to upload his mind to the Xandarian computer uh, for reasons. He bests Nova in combat, at which point Sphinx shows up and he's like, No, 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 this dude's mine. Uh I... In the Sorry. I like I
1: like so Sphinx surprises me that I like him because mm-hmm. I like that he shows up and he's just like no you don't get to do that he's uh no I'm gonna kill him and upload his mind and whatever And Sphinx is like no 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 that one I own that one you get to fuck off and yeah. Dr. Sun is understandably like disappointed and kind of confused like where the fuck did you come from? Nova, and this is in the next issue, but Nova rolls over and is like, oh, shit! <laughs> and uh, yeah. completely forgets that Dr. Sun exists. And, uh, yeah, okay, sorry.
0: Uh, in addition, we find the we find out that Dr. Sun was the oh, one yeah. behind Robbie being able to build Sherlock, but honestly, like, who cares? Uh, uh, you know... Um,
1: Sherlock kind of gets dropped, which is funny because well, Doctor, I, I think yeah. it would be I think it would. There's this really weird fucking thing that he does where he puts on a rubber puts on a rubber mask of Richard to get uh,
0: Bernie and Ginger.
1: Bernie and Ginger to like cool their jets. Like he was sick at school, and they were like, "Oh, okay, cool. I guess we'll leave," um, and. Uh, Okay, that's weird. And then after Sun is defeated, I don't know what happens to him. Yeah. So, I like to believe that there's just this robot wandering the world. Yeah. Like the Hulk, not getting into any shenanigans, just rolling down the highway.
0: I, you know, my 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 fondest hope, my fondest hope, yeah, is that uh in the interim sherlock has had like all of these adventures wherein like he's lived an entire life he has he has had all of these experiences and on and on and on uh and we just never get to see it because <laughs> because yeah he just gets he gets fucking dropped and so you know i m- my hope is that one day there will be an issue of uh of nova wherein we see Sherlock and his in- entire expanded supporting cast for the book he never got that just like gives us a glimpse at the shit he's been up to. Uh, but that ultimately like never goes anywhere. Just a little like, hey, he's doing fine. Yeah, he's out there solving crime. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Right? Mur- murders. He is he has become so much more there's than a, he was intended to be. There's a moriarty to him
1: as well. Like there's uh, a moriarty character. Yeah. Yeah, like, let's fuck, do this. Yeah. There's an entire
0: Moriarty
1: bot. Yes. Except it doesn't have a body. It's just a console. And like, hmm, it's it's a master manipulator and actually like gets people to do the crimes for him. And he's always chasing him down. But because he's technically a program, he moves from place to place, can never get pinned down. All right, enough of that. See,
0: I'm torn between us making this happen (laughs) and never allowing it to happen. No, (laughs) no. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, uh, Nova number 24 has a cover by Carmine Infantino, Joe Rubenstein and Caspar Saladino and is penciled by Carmine Infantino, inked by Mike Esposito and colored by Nell Yomtov. Sphinx and Dr. Sun are initially at odds, but then they're just like, we can both get what we want. So they force Nova to go and collect Powerhouse. Uh, In the process, Comet goes looking for Nova, comes across Crimebuster. It turns out that Crimebuster is uh, Comet's Comets. son. They both presumed the other was dead after they disappeared in the explosion that killed the other two uh, presumably less important members of their family. Um, And so they team up to go after Nova, um, and then Nova collects Powerhouse, and they're all teleported above the ship, aboard the ship. Uh, Powerhouse finds out he's actually Zandarian, and Diamondback finds its his way aboard, because Diamondback's gotta fucking be here, I guess. So, yep. Whatever. It's, I... This is a lot of
1: setup to get us to the cover image, essentially, which is yeah. Sphinx versus Nova and Sphinx and cronies, not cronies, goons versus Nova and friends. And wow, it's just a long walk because um, I do not care about Crime Buster. I barely care about Comet and i I care more about Comet and I met him yesterday. Powerhouse is an interesting character in that, I mean, he's not, but he's more interesting in that he's got actual grievances with people. Um, and that, and he was desperately trying to not have them. Um, yeah i the cool thing about powerhouse powerhouse being xandarian is cool because it is all is better because it means it it signaled to me as i was reading it okay we're finally gonna start doing xandarian shit like yeah we're gonna get to that all right and then the fact that sphinx is on board the ship trying to do stuff with the computer as well um sun that's where dr sun and sphinx are in their conflict is they both want the computer for different reasons but if PowerShell shows up gets all of his memories back and knows how to use the computers without the learning curve that everybody else is going to have then it means we can get to xandar faster okay cool um and then we kind of do at the end of this Uh, yeah end of this week
0: yeah uh because this is gonna well this is the next to last issue of nova um it uh we're getting we start getting a crossover between it and fantastic four this week that we will wrap up next week in time for the final issue of nova volume one um so this is gonna be given some room to breathe, it's not gonna all get wrapped up in a single issue. Which is good. Um yeah. so yeah. Um Amazing Spider-Man number 189 has a cover by John Byrne and Bob McLeod, and is written by Marv Wolfman, penciled by John Byrne, inked by Jim Mooney colored by Glynnis Ween, lettered by Jim Novak, and edited by Marv Wolfman. Uh, Peter goes to see Aunt May off to the nursing home, nearly kills a doctor due to a snide remark, uh, breaks up a robbery, and then flip-flops over whether he wants to be with Betty. Jameson, meanwhile, is stomping around demanding somebody, anybody, find his goddamn son, but it turns out all he had to do was wait because he's attacked by someone in bandages, who, after a fight with Spider-Man, turns out to be Man Wolf, and Spencer Smythe is out to have his revenge. Um. There, there's a lot. There's a lot that's playing out over the course of this week with Peter's issues at the Bugle. Peter and betty and mj peter and Aunt may peter and on and on and on that's going to be informing everything that happens this week and next um mm. and actually the week after um because holy shit <laughs> uh, because I'm not sure exactly where it is, where it occurs. It's in this issue or the next where Jameson is, just has enough of Peter and fires him. Then Robbie, Robbie decides to give him like, like put his ass on the line and throw Peter a, a, an assignment, but then Peter fucks it up. And so, yeah. I mean, he Um, was fighting
1: Manwolf at the time, but yeah, he doesn't do the job. He He doesn't do the job Robbie gave him. Robbie also didn't tell Peter that technically, uh, Jameson had fired him. Um, Right. But he did say, this is, you have to get this right. You have to know I'm putting my ass on the line, giving you this job. And Peter just thinks it's just another job. Um he's
0: also well, Peter. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, Peter does not want to miss this and he, no. he misses it for what we know are very good reasons. But in the process, a, he tries to alley it into a date with Mary Jane to try and fix things. And as a result of his missing all of it, she just writes him off completely. Yeah. Jameson, like we said, fires him, and while Robbie puts himself on the line, uh, this winds up alienating Robbie to a certain extent for the moment. Yep. Uh, because he did try to help Peter, and Peter just fucked it up from his point of view. Right. Uh, things like that. So this leads to. This is. Like I said, this is just going to prove to be an overall problem that will. Of course, lead to him working for the Daily Globe, who is trying to poach any much. and all of Jameson's staff.
1: Yeah, they've been trying um, to hire. It's either in this issue or the next where they've been trying to hire Robbie for ever. Yeah. And no amount of money will get him to come it, right. to, to
0: change, to cross the street. And
1: uh, right. It's yeah.
0: OK, moving on uh amazing spider-man number 190 has a cover by keith pollard and al milgram and is covered by or colored by michelle wolfman uh spider-man and man-wolf fight across the city until man-wolf reverts to john jameson uh at which point smythe triggers a bomb placed in or on him i forget which uh Jameson, John Jameson attempts to throw himself off the bridge in order to protect everybody from the explosion. Uh, Spider-Man saves him, saves him, but John lets go and falls into the water. However, he disappears right before he hits. Um, and it's at this point that we, de- we actually get the editor of the Daily Globe, uh... Telling his, uh, telling one of his underlings, go get me, Peter Parker.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so. One real quick thing
1: that happens as they're on... So they're on the bridge, or they go back and forth fighting for... He's continually trying to save Jameson and get Manwolf away from people. Right. Um, Jameson keeps getting in the way because he doesn't understand how strong Manwolf actually is. And he thinks... Peter, he thinks... Spider-Man's going to kill him. Um, Okay, cool. The thing that's neat is once they're on top of the bridge and John Jameson tumbles off, Spider-Man goes down after him and is like, oh shit, and literally has like a flashback to Gwen. And he's like, I gotta get this right this time. And misses, even though he tried, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I know it's it's just a little thing, but I think it's neat that we have, the stakes are, there's kind of more at stake. Like, because not only if he, if he fucks this up and kills John Jameson, he's going to have killed another person on this exact bridge, mm-hmm. and he's going to have... James you know j jj all the way up his ass now um so like this the stakes are personal because of the bridge and then professional because of jameson being right there too so yeah. i think it's neat um and the, i don't know what it says that that gets st- being able to like save someone off this bridge in a in a similar fashion to Gwen and having that taken away because he gets blipped out of you know he gets teleported away what does that say i don't know but uh i think that's an interesting idea too
0: yeah i agree